Well, welcome to Grace Church, and thank you for joining us this beautiful Christmas Eve to celebrate our birth, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Through the message God gave Isaiah, he wrote a letter to his children. Those who walked in darkness and dwelt in the land of the shadow of death have seen a great light. And it is shown upon them because into the darkness a glorious light has dawned. Yes, someone is going to come and rescue you. But he won't be any who anyone expects. He will be a king, but he will be a servant that won't live in a palace. For a child has been born for us. A son has been given to us. He'll take over the ruling of the world. The government and the responsibility of complete dominion will rest upon his shoulders. His names will be Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. His ruling authority will grow and there will be no limit to the wholeness that he brings. He will rule upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and uphold it by promoting justice and righteousness from this time forward and forevermore. The zeal and the passion that the Lord of hosts has for his people will ensure that it is finished. A voice cries out in the wilderness, prepare for the Lord's arrival. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough places smooth. Then the Lord's radiant glory will be revealed, and all humanity will experience it together. Believe it, for the Lord has spoken. Please stand and worship with us.
sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled by what he said and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, Amen. and his kingdom will be, there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. This is why the child born to you will be holy. And you will be called the son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing would be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord. 
let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Everything was ready. The moment God had been waiting for was here at last. God was coming to help his people just as he promised in the beginning. A young lady named Mary was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph. Before they were married, she was found with the child of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her fiancé, was a righteous man full of integrity, and he did not want to disgrace her. He had thought to put her away secretly, but while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he is the one. He is the rescuer and will save his people from their sins. Please stand and worship with us.
This happened to fulfill what the Lord had spoken through his prophet. Listen, a virgin will be pregnant. She will give birth to a son, and he will be known as Emmanuel, which means God is with us because he has come to live with us. Then Joseph woke up and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and married Mary, and he called his name Jesus. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in the days of Herod, the king's wise men came from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where can we find the newborn king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and not Herod alone, but most of Jerusalem as well. Herod lost no time. He gathered all the high priests and religious scholars in the city together and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are not the least among the rulers of Judea. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Herod then arranged a secret meeting with the wise men from the east. Pretending to be as devout as they were, he got them to tell him exactly when the star appeared. Then he told them the prophecy about Bethlehem and said, Go, find this child. Leave no stone unturned. As soon as you find him, send word, and I'll join you at once in your worship. When they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then, being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Please stand and worship with us.
In a field near Bethlehem, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock. And suddenly an angel of the Lord stood before them in a radiant splendor, lighting up the field with the glory of the Lord. And they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which is for everyone. For there is born to you this day in the city of David, the rescuer, a savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. You see, God couldn't keep the good news to himself. He had been waiting all these years for this moment, and now he wanted to tell everyone. He sent an angel to Mary. He put he put a star in the sky for the wise men, and now he was going to send a big choir of angels to announce to the world, He is here. He's come. So it was, when the angel had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see what God has revealed to us. They ran to the village and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Upon seeing this miraculous sign, the shepherds recounted what had just happened. Everyone who heard the shepherd's story was astonished by what they were told. Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds we turned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Please stand and worship with us. Divinity and God. 
Christmas is about the beginning of a gift that was given to us in the birth of Jesus Christ. When Jesus was born, the Father started our pathway back to intimacy and connection and oneness with Him. It came with a birth, and then years later it came with His death and resurrection, where we are able to be restored into reconciliation and oneness and new life in Christ. We say all the time around here, Jesus didn't come to start a religion. He came to restore man's relationship with God. And tonight on Christmas Eve, we're going to take communion together. If those of of you who are serving will go ahead and come, we'll take communion together. Uh, You don't have to be a core partner here at Grace or or like a, a church member. You don't have to go to Grace to take communion with us. We do ask that you are part of the family of God. You are born again because that's what Scripture teaches. Of course, uh, parents, if you would like your children to participate, that's totally up to you. But let's all stand, and we're going to have the ushers lead us through. They'll guide you, and then uh, if you'll take the elements back to your seat, then we'll receive the elements all together uh, at the same time. Ushers, go right ahead.
we just love you. And Lord, the sacredness that we feel in this moment. May we all live with this sacredness all year round. Just the soberness and reality of what the truth really is. And that love really is the strongest force in the universe. It really is. Now dying on a cross seems like foolishness to the world, but to those of us who are saved by it, it is the power of God. And it is the love of God that transforms our hearts to want to be just like you. Thank you, Lord, for bringing heaven to the earth, Lord, that we don't have to wait till we're in heaven to live like we belong there. But Lord, that the Spirit of heaven has come through the precious Holy Spirit and not with a, a demand, not with lightning and thunder and darkness and earthquakes, but Lord, humbly in a manger, you came not with a demand, but with an offer, an invitation. I pray for every person here tonight. What you're experiencing right now in this room, this is a person. It's not a phenomena. This is the person of the very Spirit of God. And as human beings, please hear me. We are way more spirit than we are earthly. We're not just earthly beings who have temporary spiritual experiences. We are spirit beings who have a temporary earthly experience. So Father, all over this room and those, Lord, that are worshiping online with us, I just pray if they do not know you, let them connect right now, heart to heart. That's where it is, spirit to spirit. It's thought to thought. It's receiving him on the inside. It's becoming different on the inside. life transformed, Lord, and taught. Scripture says taught by God to love. You would teach us. And then, Lord, even as you take up residence within us in the new birth, that you would give yourself away, Lord, in and through us. We would love and we would serve and we would give, just as our Master has taught us. Thank you, Lord. May, again, may this sacredness the sincerity that's in this room. Lord, we are humbled before the gift. We really are. Lord, may it carry with us all year. May every gathering we have with family tomorrow, may, may the gatherings be Christward. Yes, we can laugh. And yes, we can fellowship. And yes, we will eat together. But Lord, let everything be Godward, we pray for our families. And Lord, use us. Use us to just exude love and peace. And Lord, the joy of this season. Use us to do that. I'm not going to look to others to do it. Let us lead in that. In Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. Well, the first move that the Father made to reconcile us and bring us back together course was going to initiate a brand new covenant and it would begin with the birth of his son coming as savior and king isaiah 9 6 and 7 says for unto us a child is born and a son is given a child is born but a son is given and the government will be upon his shoulders and his name will be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father the very prince of peace And of the increase of his government, how he rules. Right? I love the song, the the lyric, let every what? Heart prepare him room. That's how he rules. It's in the heart. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. So of the increase of this government, how he rules, and the increase of his peace, there'll be no end to it. And so as we take communion tonight, let us give thanks. For the child that was born, yes, but for the son that was given. The priceless gift given for us, not 
because we were all so pure, because the world was pure, but because He is so pure. Out of the purity of His own heart, He gave Himself. So let us remember the new covenant offered to us is not limited to this sacrament of communion. Amen? It's not limited to right here, right now, to this moment. But it's every day. Communing with Him. Walking with Him. Talking with Him. Listening to Him. And taking in who He is. And letting Him become all that we are. That He manifest Himself through us. Jesus said in John 6, I am the living bread which came down out of heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. He will never die. He'll never taste death. And the breath that I shall, or sorry, the bread that I shall give is my flesh, my body. And I give it for the life of the world. And he went on to say, Truly I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no Zoe life, God life in you. But whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And I'll raise him up at the last day. And as the disciples were eating, Jesus took the bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he gave to his disciples. And he said, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. You may now receive the bread, the very body of Christ into your person. You're receiving him as a symbolic of new life within, of a change that comes to the inside as you receive Him. And then after supper, Jesus took the cup and when He had given thanks, He gave it to His disciples and He said, Drink from it, all of you, for this cup is the new covenant written in My blood, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. You may now take of the cup Father, we thank you. We give you thanks, Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Holy Spirit, sweet Holy Spirit, that administrates the life and the kingdom of God in the earth realm, that works that work in our heart. Lord, tonight, may we once again be arrested of the reality that Christ is in us, the very hope of glory. Jesus' name. To pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. So all went to be registered, every one to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his fiancée, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to give birth, and she brought forth her firstborn son. As silent as snow falling, he came. And when no one was looking, in the darkness of night, he came. Mary wrapped Jesus in swaddling clothes, and laid, her, laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Please stand and worship with us.
container if you um, would pass it down your row and so you guys blow out your candles and put them in there if you want you're welcome to hold on to them but but it's okay to do that so I want to I want to read for you a scripture out of Isaiah that um, Jesus also talked about in Luke. When he was in the temple, they handed him the scroll of Isaiah to read. And this is what it says. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives an opening of the prisons to those who are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn, not just some, but all who mourn to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they may be called trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. This is not only the fulfillment that Jesus came to become and that he was, but it is also our fulfillment as Jesus followers. Amen? This is what we are to do. And I feel like the Lord has um, just put it on my heart tonight to, to say to you, if if you did not experience comfort when you mourned and you didn't experience like the people of Jesus embracing you in your confusion or your mourning or your grief, like I want to say I'm sorry on behalf of Jesus because those of us that are Jesus followers, we are works in progress. And we are growing and learning how to do that every day. And so what I want to say to you and what I feel like the Lord asked me to say is don't hold it against him. Don't hold it against him. Jesus, just like Steve talked about earlier, Jesus is the person. And we pray that you experienced the spirit of Jesus here tonight, the person of the Holy Spirit. And that we pray that you were comforted by him and that you felt joy and you were able to rejoice no matter your circumstances, no matter your circumstances and no matter what the people of Jesus have done to you or not done for you, right? And so at this time, like I want to give an invitation for any of you that have not met personally the person of Jesus, for you to do that tonight. But I also want to give an invitation for those of you that have been hurt by people that are Christians, an opportunity and an invitation to be prayed for tonight and for the Lord to redeem that. Like he's all about restoration and he's all about redemption. And that is what he's about. So I'd like for all of you guys just to stand as we close out the service, I'm going to give a formal invitation for both of these. 
And there's going to be some people down front that are going to pray for you. And if you are those people, you know who you are because you do it all the time, right? Yeah. But, um, but I think this is just near and dear to the Father's heart tonight. And we want to give space for it. Yes, this is a Christmas Eve service. But we aren't coming because it's ritual and it's a program and it's those things. We are coming to give praises to our creator and the one that saved us, the one that sent his son. Amen. So if that's you, like if you've never met the person of Jesus Christ, or maybe you feel like maybe you met him, or maybe you met him a while ago, and you just need to reconnect with him. I just want you to raise your hand, like be bold and be courageous. Be bold and be courageous saying like, that is me. And I want to know the Jesus that you guys have talked about today. Not the religious Jesus, not the one that um, I feel like I've experienced maybe through heartache and heartbreak from people, but the person of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? I need like a golf visor to see. Anybody else? Okay. Well, if you are one that just needs restored and redeemed in your view of, of who Jesus is because you filtered it through people, as soon as we close, I want to invite you right down here at the front, right down here at the front for us to pray for you. But let's take a moment and let's just pray with the one that raised their hand. You got him, James? Yeah. Well, Father, first of all, we thank you for who you are. And Father, we thank you that you created Samuel to be made into your image. And so, Father, as he prays this prayer, we know that you're receiving him truly as your son forever. So Samuel, pray this with all of us. We're going to all pray this together. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the person of Jesus and that you sent him to die for us and that you also raised him to dead to live forever. And Father, right now, I accept him into my heart. I take in his whole being as part of me. And I say yes to him being my Savior and my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We celebrate. We celebrate with you. Well, this concludes our service. But if you don't have a local body of um, people to fellowship with and to grow in your relationship with Jesus, you are welcome here. We meet right here at 10 a.m. on Sundays. And this coming Sunday, one week from today, we will be celebrating with baptisms for our baptism service. And so if you're interested in coming, if you, if you need a church to connect with in a different area of town, get with us. And we will hook you up with some churches for you to try because we believe in the body of Christ. We believe that he has really good, amazing churches all over the metro area. Will the Lord bless you and keep you and his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance to you and give you peace. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you.